What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. Did some uh, grilling last night. Oh. Did uh, some turkey burgs. Yum. Delicious. Delicious. So, yeah. It was almost too hot to grill. Yeah. Like, you get to that close to 90s where it's like... I don't want to turn the grill on because I don't want to stand stand <laughs> next to that hot grill and do it. But I was like, no, I'm hungry. You did I want, it. I want some turkey burgers. Oh. They were good. Yeah, real good. How did you uh, how did you spice them up? Uh, they were pre seasoned okay. turkey burgers, okay. but I, I have this uh, carnivore seasoning thing. Carnivore. <laughs> it's called carnivore. Uh, it's actually called carnivore. Yeah, it's called carnivore. Okay. Yeah, and okay. it's carnivore red, oh. which is usually for like poultry and. And pork and stuff like that. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, But lots of things going on this morning that uh, you should know about. I I guess I should uh, play this. (laughs) Uh, Somebody was on Jeopardy, uh, a Michigander on on Jeopardy. A Michigander, 42-year-old Ben Goldstein, started his run on Jeopardy on Friday. He won then. He won last night. He's appearing again tonight. He's uh, He was born in the Chicago area. Okay. Graduated from the University of Michigan. Now lives in Dexter near Ann Arbor. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he did pretty well against everybody. Uh, and so hopefully uh, he keeps that run rolling. <laughs> um, in one of the final Jeopardy rounds, I think everyone got it wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> including him, including Ben. Uh, but he, he did the math right and he wagered less than the others to to win. See, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. The the question, but uh here's here's the you you ready? You want some Jeopardy? Are you going to give me a Jeopardy question at 6:15 in the morning? Why not? Okay. <laughs> You've got your coffee going right. on there. All right. What do you got? The for category me? is entertainers. Entertainers, all right. Entertainers. The clue in 2022 Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. awarded her 100 million dollars to give to charitable causes because quote, she gives with her heart. She uh, gives with her heart. Who is Dolly Parton? Ah, you won. You got it. All right. <laughs> I did know that. Yeah, that's... See, entertainment, usually I'm pretty okay at because I do pay yeah. attention to a lot of that stuff. Sports, I'm all right. <laughs> when they dive into, like, really deep sports history, I'm not that great at it. Yeah. Uh, some presidential history, I'm okay but that's the thing is Jeopardy, you got to be very well-rounded. I, I don't even know if it's well-rounded. You have to just like go in like a competitor and study everything they could potentially just, ask. Yeah, everything. Because they go deep yeah. into some crazy history, <laughs> some crazy geography stuff, uh, and really and a lot of different things. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a very, very tough, tough show to be on. Yeah. I don't think if, if I were going to be on any game show... Jeopardy would not be not one be of them. Because, I mean, you make some good money if you're really <laughs> smart. But, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Those questions, not even close to the the level of difficulty no. that you have no. on, on, on Jeopardy. But we were talking uh, before, before this about Jeopardy and how some of the people go on there and they know the most insane amount of detail about mm-hmm. ancient history or math or science or whatever. But ask them a pop culture question and they yeah. flounder. I play like a, a Madonna song or something like that. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Don't know this song. It's like, uh, this it's was so the top song in 1985. And you know the producers are just doing that 
so that everyone right. in America is yelling at their TV going, ah, you know, yeah, it's Madonna. And also for people to make them feel good about themselves. Exactly. But it's like, yeah, it's it's <laughs> awkward when they're all just like, um, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, so Ben Goldstein, keep going. He's from Dexter, Michigan. He's on Jeopardy. He'll be on there again tonight playing against a couple other returning champions. Uh, he has a two-day cash total of a whopping $15,198. Not a lot. That's not a lot That's at all. Not a lot. I mean, probably because he didn't do well at the final Jeopardy, yeah. so he didn't double up his money or yeah, anything that like that. Yeah, was part of it. So tonight, uh, let's see, defense is crowned against a person from Tennessee and a person from Illinois. Okay. And he's probably going to use all of that money to pay off his student loans because if he went to the University of Michigan, uh, my guess is he got some scholarships, but if he didn't, that full price for University of Michigan, yeah, pretty hefty. Yeah, student loans. And speaking of mm -hmm. student loans, nicely done, the uh, Supreme Court, you know, it's June, so that means the United States Supreme Court is deciding a slew of cases. Okay. And there are, there are, I mean, a bunch of them. And there are some that are more high profile than others. One of them is the student debt relief. Um, when uh, President, uh, when now President Joe Biden ran for president, he promised uh, relief for millions of Americans who carry student loan debt. Um, after winning the election, he announced it would take executive action to forgive at least $10,000 worth of federal debt, yeah. uh, federal student debt for borrowers. And uh, that has been argued all the way up to the Supreme Court now. Um, and so the Supreme Court is expected to decide whether or not the president has the executive order power mm -hmm. to decide a, a, a money issue. Yeah. You know, where Congress usually has the power of the purse strings, they call it. And the Supreme Court is going to decide that probably here in the next week or two. Okay. We'll get yeah. that announcement. Because I know the debt relief and all that stuff that they did, uh, the uh, the debt ceiling, they were like, yeah, well, we make sure that's not in there and yeah, they put a stop to it. But then, yeah, now it's basically if the Supreme Court doesn't decide in the favor of that, they'll just uh, everybody's going to still have to deal with all their student loans. Yeah, those who those who were on pause for the student loan because of the pandemic, uh, th because of the debt ceiling deal, they'll have to restart their payments later mm -hmm. this summer. Um, but this this, you know, the total forgiveness could be taken entirely off the table. Yeah. Entirely off, off the table, uh, depending on how the Supreme Court acts. They're also considering affirmative action. Uh, this is one of the most closely watched items mm -hmm. on the docket, uh, remaining on the docket this year. Pair of cases, two cases challenging the practice of using an applicant's race as a factor in deciding who is granted admission to colleges and universities. These, mm. um, these, Both these cases were filed by a group called Students for Fair Admissions. One is filed against Harvard, the other against University of North Carolina. And okay. the case against Harvard charges that the school discriminates against Asian Americans by instituting a, a quota, a de facto quota on the number of people of Asian descent who mm -hmm. are admitted. Plaintiffs claim that Asian students have a much lower chance of acceptance than black and Hispanic students do, uh, even if their academic credentials are the same. Uh, the case in North Carolina challenges the school's use of uh, students' socioeconomic backgrounds as a factor. Mm. Yep. So they will decide, or you they'll think there's a good, good decision? They'll decide on all those things. Yeah, they'll decide on that. There's an LGBTQ discrimination question. Okay. There's an independent state legislature question. That one has to do with redistricting for political boundaries. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. Basically, the state saying, hey, we're the state legislature. We can decide this. And uh, others are saying, no, you can't. And now it's in front of the Supreme Court, too. Wow.
Well, they're going to be busy, <laughs> busy before summer break for then sure. Then they go on break, and then they come back in October. Yeah, and then more things to deal with. Yep. Things going on in the news this morning. Uh, you mentioned something about uh, next time we do our taxes. Yep. Uh, there might be some little extra <laughs> extra things in there, uh, and maybe you might need to give them more than just money. Lansing still busy popping out the legislation. Michigan might become the first state to ask taxpayers on state tax forms if they want to become organ donors. But it, really? You already have to make this yeah, decision. Yeah, you make the decision on your license. You already have to make the decision at the Secretary of State, but... Apparently, there's been a decline uh-huh. in the gift of life. Mm. And so they're now going to, everyone who has to fill out a tax form, they're going to put it front and center and say, are you an organ donor? Would you like to become one? <sighs> How do you feel about that? Because I, I think that, I mean, it's an okay, because they ask you <laughs> for this when you go to the Secretary of yeah. State. yeah. I mean, and they also, in the taxes, they ask you, like, would you like to donate to political campaigns <laughs> and a bunch of other different yeah, things? Yeah. So I don't think it's out of the question. Yeah. Um, I don't have to give it to them right now, right? No. Okay. That's no, not, it's no. not like you, my you payment to pay organs my organs for now. You don't have to send a kidney in with your tax return. Yeah, don't, don't have to be like, um, <laughs> so you want, uh, would you like to pay the balance or would you like to just give one of your kidneys? <laughs> According to the Gift of Life Michigan group, the donor registry in Michigan is growing, growing, so mm-hmm. that's positive, but it's growing at its slowest rate since its inception in 1994. According to data collected by the Secretary of State, 56% of residents are organ donors today compared mm-hmm. to five years ago when two-thirds, 66% of Michiganders were registered. Are you, are, an, are you an organ donor? I am an organ you donor. Are, are you an I, organ donor? I am, but only certain ones. You chose which ones? Yeah, absolutely. Which ones? Uh, kidney. Okay. I uh, don't need that. I've got two of them. <laughs> Uh, this isn't this isn't while you're still alive. Oh, this oh. is organ donor after you've passed, oh. after you've gone on. Oh, I thought it was like if I didn't pay my <laughs> like, register. Here's what I want now. Yeah. Hey, you didn't pay your registration fees for your car, so <laughs> going to have to repo the kidney. Oh, a little bit more state tax than I thought. You can mm. have a lung. Yeah. Give me a, I don't think it's going to work do like fingers that. count as organs? <laughs> no. Because my fingers are so fat, they probably count as two. Um, you don't want my eyes. My eyes are really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Like my vision is not so great. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, four. Yeah. I'm hiding, hiding them under the table so it doesn't work. But anyway, if the bills pass, Michigan taxpayers would be asked the question each year, whether they are on the registry or not. So the question comes to you, are you on the registry? Do you want to be on the registry? And like some of those inconvenient opt outs, there wouldn't be a thing that says, take me off on your tax return, you'd still have to go to Secretary of State website or in person and yeah. say yes or no. I, yeah, Because that's not something that, you I mean, you check that box yep. and you go through your taxes. Because really in the end, when you're doing your taxes online or in person, you know, you you just want to get to the end point of where, how much money do I get? Right. So you're just clicking and checking all yep. these boxes. Yep. So you can't go back on it. Like say 2023 <laughs> taxes, I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? You can take my organs. And then 2024 taxes, you say... Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. You can't go back on nope, that? Nope. At least You'd in have to cur- go to the Secretary In State. its current iteration, mm. again, it's still a, just a proposal. Okay. Um, so whether or not it gets out of Lansing, we'll see. But we thought we'd keep you informed. If you do, if, if this does pass and you do become an organ donor, the idea is they would send you, you know how right now, if you're an organ donor, they put the little heart yeah. on your license. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they would send you a heart in the mail. Aw. And you'd get to put that on your a license. A sticker. A sticker. Not a real Not heart. Not a real heart. <laughs> yes. Everybody gets a heart. It's like, wait, somebody somebody messed that address up on I the delivery. You. Oh, goodness gracious. That's awkward. Valentine's Day. Uh, some people are still talking about this uh, this four-day work week. Oh. Uh, would you be, I wouldn't be opposed to a four-day work week. That would, I mean, that would be nice. Three-day weekends all the time, I'd be cool with that. But which day, which four days would you work? See, that's the thing. It, it, at first, I thought Mondays. Got a so that the I, Mondays. Yeah, so, the, so I don't have to deal with people saying that all the time. <laughs> but then Tuesday will just become the new Monday. Yeah. I feel like middle of the week. I feel like Wednesdays. <laughs> I feel like Wednesdays should be off. So you want to work, you want to work... Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. Oh, okay. I think it'd be great. Well, so much for road trips. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, it would be easier to take days off because yeah. you could say, I mean, I guess it would work anyway, even if with, with Mondays. <laughs> but you can just be like, yeah, I'm going to go to work Monday, Tuesday, and I'll see you again on Monday. Yeah. You only work, you only use two vacation days okay. out of the deal. Okay. It's not too bad. A you know, a lot of schools across the nation are either considering or ha some have gone to the four-day week. That's just got to mess with parents' schedules, the work yeah, schedules. Yeah, I think if school, if a lot of schools go to the four-day work, work uh, or four-day school week, then I feel like a lot of these, a lot of employers need to at least consider, put that into consideration yeah. with stuff. But question is, yeah. if you get a four-day work week, right. do you then get four days worth of pay? And you take that five days off because oh. do you work four? Do you work four tens then? Oh, okay. It, or do you work thirty whatever thirty huh. you know, thirty two hours? Huh. That's the question. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could work four tens. That's a lot. Because hmm. then you're exhausted by that that day off. Maybe we just make it outcome based work, and they don't really track the hours at all. Right. Like let's, let's just do that. They have project based learning in schools. Yeah. Why not project based uh, employment? Yeah. But this survey by Resume Builder reveals fifty percent of employers uh, have actually started offering a four day work week or plan to in the future. Seventy five percent of workers would rather work the four ten hour days than the five eight hour days. And some even said that they would rather work five days with more pay oh. than four days with less pay. Okay. So, okay. So there you go. Very nice. Um, Very nice. Sign me up. Yeah. For something. I mean, what do we do, though? Four, only four shows a week? No, 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 no. Do we have to do a longer radio show then? Mm. If people are working 10-hour days, we got to work like <laughs> six to noon? <laughs> That's another question. Could people take that much? I don't know. That'd be tough. Very interesting stuff, but we'll see if so we'll see if it actually happens. Because I haven't heard of like many local employers well, considering this four you, day thing. I mean, and and you bring up a very good point. If it's if it's in, initiated on a local level, okay. If yeah. it's initiated on a state level, hmm. If it's initiated on a countrywide basis, what is what does the rest of the world do if the United States is only working four days a week? Right. Because isn't like Sweden or one of those other countries? I think they're on a four day work week. I don't know. A lot of fish up there. Maybe they're fishing. It's probably because, is it Sweden that makes the Ikea stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, meatballs. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why you have to assemble all the things from Ikea. Because they're not working. Because they're like, no, nah, man, we only got four days. We got to crank all this stuff out. We don't have time to put it together. Hey, here you go. Here's an Allen wrench. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. 
and, and and to keep you going during that uh, that furniture assembly, here's some Swedish meatballs. Oh, those are great. Yeah, they are good. The Swedish meatballs, that that's what I go there for. When I was still eating meat, they were delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were very good. I have a buddy that will drive by Ikea all the time and call me just to let me know. Hey, I'm going to Ikea. You want me to pick you anything up? And and most of the time, he's not actually going to Ikea. He's just driving by. And I he's just, like, yeah. hey, let me know what you want. I'm going to drive by Ikea. I always say meatballs. <laughs> just pick me up a bag of meatballs and I'm good. It's true. They're yeah. good. More so. places. I mean, Costco has the hot dogs. Ikea has, well, and they have pizza too, I guess, Costco. Yeah. They oh, the, the pizza and the pizza. hot dogs. Yeah, yeah the pizza and the hot mm-hmm. dogs. Ikea has the meatballs. Um McDonald's had the French fries. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they need to do. Instead of four, you do the four day work week. Right. And then on the fifth day, you get meatballs. Nice. There we go. That's your Christmas bonus. Ba-doom. Hot tub, gazebo, mm. outdoor entertainment center with speakers, projector screen, all that cool stuff. Plus a seven piece patio set. Ah. All could be yours at the end of summer, the ultimate summer giveaway. Uh, courtesy of our friends at uh, Mosquito Mob of Michigan, giving you that chance to qualify today, uh, starting at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you simply go to WSJM.com. You can see all the cool stuff, see all the other great sponsors that are part of this, as well as, of course, sign up. You, you know, you mentioned Mosquito Mob. Mm-hmm. And earlier today, we were talking about shooting Salt. Salt, yeah. To get rid of mosquitoes. flies, mosquitoes, yeah. Yeah, and, and I looked it up on uh, Amazon here. Bug assault. It looks like a gun, right? <laughs> bug assault. I get it. It looks like, like a rifle, doesn't it's, it? Yeah, it's like bug assault. It's like It looks like one of those uh, fishing, the, the spear guns you would use for fishing. Oh, okay. And uh, I thought it was like a shotgun kind of thing. Well, I mean, it narrows, it gets narrow near the barrel, probably, so it can push the salt faster What's at the, the mosquitoes. Range? What's the range on that thing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it comes with a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, which which in itself is, a you know, because then you're giving the mosquito a little bit of an alert yeah, time. Yeah, I don't want to let the, the mosquito or fly know that I'm coming to get it. Or flies, yeah. Uh, let's see. It updated with a new rapid fire cross bolt safety. Oh my gosh! Improved engineering on trigger mechanism. Oh, it's now very light, so be careful. Keep away from children and pets. Uh-huh. Uh, the barrel's been lifted for extremely accurate shooting. Wow. Oh, improved, more durable salt hopper makes tactical reloads easy. <laughs> During the heat of battle. Oh, my gosh. So if the flies are attacking, you've got a, a bug assault rifle here that you can you can attack See, them with. I do wish that I used to have that when I, I had a house that I lived in that had uh, cluster flies. Ooh. You ever had that? No. What are the, what's that? They, well, it's literally clusters of flies oh. will just congregate around like a window oh. or, and, and you can't get rid of the things. Like in the Amityville Horror. Basically. <laughs> yeah. They were just, I, every day I would show, I would pull the blinds open and all of a sudden I'd have this like cluster of like a dozen flies. Oh. So I'm like, I would have needed that thing. I needed, I needed to be like, uh, all decked out like Rambo <laughs> to be able to get all those. But yeah, it was a crazy thing. I no longer live in that house. Oh, that's good. That's smart. But I think I fixed the problem at some point. (laughs) Anyways. I don't see a range on this thing. It just says blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's a fun gun. How much is it? Uh, You can get them for as low as uh, 44 bucks. Oh, that's a little much. What if I just take a a salt shaker and I just... Throw it? Yeah, like throw it over. (laughs) I throw it over my shoulder 
at the fly and see what happens. I think that would work. Yeah, it might. I think um, would work. I played baseball in high school. I threw pretty go. hard. You don't throw cell phones, though. No, no. Yeah, did you hear about that? I, you told me about yeah, this. Yeah, this, uh, this uh, pop artist, BB Rex, I've seen her uh, at Lollapalooza, and I was like watching this video, and she's performing. She's on like the stage, and all of a sudden, wham, gets hit in the face. With? A cell phone. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like, insane. I know you probably want to get her picture or maybe get her phone number or something like that, but that is not the way <laughs> to uh, to do that. That's people. not the way to make friends and and not the way to stay in a concert. Right. Some You're going to get thrown. But why are you throwing a, a phone? Why are you throwing anything at somebody who's performing? I have no idea. That's just weird. Well, and you got to think about it, too, is that she didn't see that coming. No. Because it was a very short distance that it was probably thrown from, maybe 15 feet at most. Um, so it was coming at her pretty hard. Yeah. But also, when you're on stage, yeah. if you've ever performed on stage, you know the lights are shining right in your face. Mm. You can't see the audience. Yeah. You can't see uh, stuff flying at you. All of a sudden, she's just singing, holding the microphone, and wham! Ouch. It's hit in the face. She's doing okay? She's doing okay. They did take her to the hospital, so she- Get her checked But uh, I did see a picture of afterwards. Man, she had a big old black eye oh. and like the uh, the little bandages for like, not. I don't know if she had to get stitches, but she had bandages Was on, it Was so. it the iPhone 14 Pro Max? If it was that, she would have lost her whole, she would have broken her nose, With her the face. OtterBox case. Those things are huge. That That is one reason why I have not upgraded my phone because I'm like, I do not want bigger phone because I have a small hands- I need the minis. What is that, an iPad? No, yeah. it's, a, it's the Pro Max. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things happening in the news. Uh, there's uh, interesting stuff with uh, INM. They're uh, looking for some public comment on some things. Indiana, Michigan Power, yes, is holding an open house next week uh, on a lot of the work that they're doing. Uh, new Buffalo, Bridgman, Transmission Line Rebuild Project. It's planned for the coming years. Okay. Uh, an I&M spokesperson tells us that the company is going to invest $51 million in rebuilding 21 miles of electrical line from New Buffalo to Bridgman. They're also going to reach uh, over to Three Oaks. Okay. So I&M says, this is a big project. Yeah. We want to hear from people because we're going to replace all the old wooden poles with these big metal uh, transmission towers. So we want to hear the thoughts of affected residents. Uh, the open house is next week, Wednesday, 5 to 7 p.m. at the Waco Beach House in Bridgman. Mm -hmm. Anyone can stop by at any time to speak with an I&M representative. They'll have information there on the project, the timing, what's actually going to happen, how residents might be affected, and they want to hear input. So work on the transmission line is expected to start in 2024, next okay. year, and it will go through 2026. So say goodbye to the wood uh, transmission line poles. Hello to the to the metal structures. Would these be in like the, ex the existing spots yes. where they are? They would just be bigger and, and uh, more robust? At least some of them are expected to be in the same spots, but because they're the new structure, mm -hmm. perhaps they could have fewer. So that might be oh. some of the information that you could gain from I&M. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, again, next Wednesday, 5 to 7 at the Waco Beach House in Bridgman, uh, open house, essentially I&M is going to hear from residents about that big project. Can they make them look like wood? <laughs> Can they make them look like birdhouses? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Like some birdhouses, bat houses to take care of the mosquitoes? That too. And, yeah. some, and maybe just give it like a nice wood grain. Oh, yeah. Or maybe some flames. <laughs> Some Maybe they could let communities, you know, decorate them as they wish. That would be cool. That would be fun. Uh, they did that uh, with a new mural uh, that is that is going on. Uh, that is in uh, 
a new art installation that's that's uh, around Berrien County promoting uh, mental health awareness. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, new art installations are promoting mental wellness. They're up at locations around the county, mm-hmm. uh, Berrien County, thanks to a partnership between Corwell Health and the Krasil Art Center. Corwell Community Program Supervisor Ashley Offord tells us they've created a traveling exhibit that is focused on the nervous system. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Posted at several locations, uh, the YMCA, the Teen Center at the Boys and Girls Club, the Niles Library, St. Joe Library, Benton Harbor Library. Each of the sites uh, had the opportunity to work with an artist from Krasil mm-hmm. to develop their own permanent installation. I love that. Yeah, so they're they're promoting mental wellness, and they've got artwork incorporated. Um you know, Osford says the health system's last two community health needs assessments revealed the most urgent community identified health need is in support of mental health, chronic stress, and trauma. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen some of my uh, friends from Krasil uh, that are artists that have shared some of the work, and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Yep. So looking yep. forward to seeing more of that yep. around the community. Um, other things, some odds and ends in the news. Uh, let's go with uh, national or world news here. Uh, we were talking about critters and uh, oh. some creepy crawlies, but these are not so creepy crawly. Okay. Uh, crickets. There's apparently a cricket invasion. Uh, parts of Nevada and Idaho have been plagued with so-called Mormon crickets. What? Mormon crickets. Mormon crickets. Uh, so these crickets are out in full force with a bunch of warnings of how bad they also, uh, there's <laughs> apparently a bad smell. Oh, no. The crickets look like grasshoppers, so they're pretty big, and they cover buildings, sidewalks, and roads, and they also wear uh, white shirts, and they have uh, <laughs> black ties. They do so not. <laughs> it's, uh, and they carry... Uh, the Book of Mormon no, with on. them. No, uh, and they keep that. They, the reason people are upset with this is because they keep knocking on their doors and they won't go away. Uh, not sure if we have many Mormons that listen to this oh, final award winning program. Yeah. <laughs> now officials are having to uh, plow and sand roads because of the uh, the stinky crickets mm. that have actually made the roads slick. That is, is weird. really odd. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I just did a quick search. They're they're native to western part of the U.S. Uh-huh. How come we've not heard of these the, these invasions before? Is this like a super brood or something? I have no idea. That's really weird. Millions of crickets, huh? Have hey. you have you heard of the Book of Mormon? <laughs> you got it. You got a few minutes. <laughs> uh, apparently. Uh, very nice. Did you do that? I can do that. Yeah. Wow. You didn't know was, I can do the cricket I, noise? I do it again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I thought that that right is a talent I did not know. I am a man that, of many talents. That was very good. It says here, hotel workers are pouring a hot water mix of vinegar, bleach, and dish soap. Oh, my. To combat them. Huh. They're, they're even aiming high-pressure washers at the clusters of the exoskeletons. So this sounds a little bit like the cicadas, but these are the crickets. And looking at them here, they just look like an ordinary cricket, but they stink, huh? So what's the combination of the, the liquid? The combination is hot water, okay, vinegar, bleach, and dish soap. Okay. That's probably wow. toxic for all kinds of things, but yeah. including the crickets. So that works for the Mormon crickets. If you have Mormons knocking on your door, do not use that combination. Uh, apparently, their exoskeletons are so brittle as vehicles drive over the cricket bodies, they crack easily like potatoes. <laughs> 
They crack easily like potato chips, and their guts spill out. Oh my god! <laughs> and that must be the smell. That is gross. <laughs> Cricket invasion. Yeah, so there you go. See another reason why Southwest Michigan is so great. We don't have those crickets yet. Yet, yeah. we don't know if they'll make their way here. Well, maybe we don't. I don't know. I have to look. Somebody, somebody's going to tell us that we do. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be like, "Watch out for this." Yeah, yeah, because when the cicada, the like the big right. time uh, was Brood like last year or like whatever that that, that showed up almost every year. But yeah, but yeah. the really really crazy oh, one that yeah. they had in like I know D.C. and some other like North Carolina and some of those areas. Mm -hmm. Got really, really bad, and yeah. we didn't we didn't get much of anything. I, I could hear some cicadas, but wow. not not the crazy ones. Yeah, a little bit of butter, a little bit of salt, fry them up. Really? Yeah, you can eat them. They, I do remember. I do remember watching the news when that was happening. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, how to cook the uh, these crazy cicadas?" A little bit like, of garlic. Yeah, I would eat it. Yeah, parsley. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's had breakfast already, uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs>